Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. John Katz and Matinis. 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matinis Cats at Night Show. So we got the question of all questions. John McLaughlin or is it McLaughlin? He is the poster of all <laughs> posters. How are you, sir? Well, if you're from the Bronx, I think it's McLaughlin. So, uh, but anyway, I was. Well, wait, 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 you're from the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx, but you got to agree with the boss. How is the proper way to say? It? Maybe like the Gaelic way. I don't know. What's the Irish way? In Woodlawn, McLaughlin. Just, but, but uh, anyway, it got might have gotten a little softer when we moved to the suburbs. Tell, tell us, but, tell us what the numbers are. I mean, uh, who, you know, who's wagging what dog? Well, well, right now, nationally, I mean, Joe Biden can't get out of the ditch. I mean, because, you know, you're reading these stories. And, John, you're the oil expert. Uh, it's The price of gas may have dropped a little, but they're saying it's going to go up before Memorial Day. And his numbers, you know, have been underwater since he surrendered to Afghanistan. And then with the price of gas going up, nationally on the Real Clear Politics average, he's at 41 approved. That's what we had in January, February, March. And we, that's what we have in April, and uh, his disapproval's at 52, so it's waned a little as as the gas price went down a little. But he better be drilling for oil real fast because the Democrats, when you look at the number of seats that are up in Congress, and, and, and I said to Lydia a little while ago, Biden's pollster, John Anzalone, who's a very good pollster, said this is the worst political environment in 2022 that he's ever seen, which means that they're talking about not losing a few seats. They're talking about out of like with these ratings, they have like, you know, like the Gonzalez report and Cook report. They have like 70 seats in play. It's more like 100. They could lose easily 40 to 50 seats, maybe 60 seats. What about the Senate, John? Well, the Senate. There's more Republicans that are up, but when you look at the Senate, you got four Democrats in big trouble. Warnock is losing to Herschel Walker right now in Georgia. You've got uh, I've seen polls where uh, uh, Adam Laxalt is leading Cortez Masto in Nevada. You have uh, uh, Mark Kelly is very likely to lose to a guy named Jim Lehman, who I work for. Um, full disclosure, just like I work for Lee Zeldin, who was on this, and Lee's doing great because Joe Biden's doing great things for us. But Kelly, but Kelly could lose to Lehman, and then you got Hassan. She dodged the bullet when Governor Sununu decided not to run, but Hassan's in New Hampshire, and she's in a tight race under well under fifty against whatever Republican comes out of their primary, and then you can have. The ambush, the sign of a wave election where Blumenthal is in trouble in Connecticut, and I'm working full disclosure for Leora Levy. And Blumenthal, uh, you know, people just they, they haven't forgotten that he lied about going to Vietnam. They're, they're not getting the truth. They're very upset about the price of gas and cost of living. And, you know, people, John, when we talked about it on the show, they go to the supermarket, they buy food, and they're paying a lot more than they did last year. And they're not liking it. Also, we could pick up Colorado or Bennett. Bennett won a very close election last time. So uh, 
So the Democrats could lose probably between four to six, maybe seven Senate seats. And uh, the Republicans could pick up 40 to 60 House seats. But the only thing the Democrats have going for them now is we're about just over 200 days from Election Day, which is enough time for the Republicans to snatch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory. So we'll see. But Biden's in big trouble. Yeah. John McLaughlin, I look at a lot of different websites and blogs, and one of them is like an urban website where, you know, predominantly most uh, African-Americans, they vote Democrat. And what I'm seeing consistently there is they're complaining about the the direction the country is going. They're not happy with President Biden. 30, what is it, a 33% approval rating. However, they say over their dead body, will they vote for Trump? And they would rather see DeSantis in there. What are you hearing? Well, well, actually, again, I've worked for Trump in both elections. And Trump in our polls is ahead of, he's leading Biden by three or four points. He's leading uh, Kamala Harris by nine, 10 points. He's leading Hillary Clinton by 10 or 11 points. He would win re-election right now. It would be a landslide. But the election is not till 2024. But uh, And the Republicans, he's way ahead of any Republican, including DeSantis in the primaries nationally. So, But there's a lot of time. First, we have to take the Senate and the House. We have to elect governors like Lee Zeldin. We have our work cut out for us over the next 200 days to make sure that you know we, we win this year. And then after we win this year, we can go on to win 2024. But this year, because of Joe Biden's failures, whether it's the cost of living, inflation, foreign policy, national security, crime, they're talking about another invasion at the border where basically Texas and Arizona are going to have to put their National Guard on the border to keep from being overwhelmed. I mean, there's there's immigrants coming in where the number of illegal immigrants in a month Equal like a lot of large cities. It's, they're talking about 200, 300, 400,000 people. So, um, you know, if that happens, the Democrats are in big trouble. And you'll see not only some more African American votes for Republicans, you will see uh, Hispanic votes where, you know, maybe instead of 34% like Trump got last time, it'll be over 40%. Bush in, in 2004 got 44% of the Hispanic vote. It could, so, we could make major inroads among Asian Americans, Hispanics, African Americans, and uh, the Republicans could, you know, basically build a new coalition out of this year. But they have to stand for things, and they have to keep on drawing a contrast with the failed Democrat policies. But, but John, you know what? It, I mean, people have. This is Craig. People have serious concerns about Biden's ability to lead and to continue mm-hmm. as president. I mean, when you see him go out in public. He's disoriented. Sometimes he doesn't know what he's doing. He puts his hand out to shake shake someone's hand. Did you see no the Easter there. Bunny was. I mean, it, you know, as as an American, I want our president to be successful. Yes. I want the economy to grow. But you know, people look at him, and it, it's scary. Yep. Yeah, but what's scarier yeah. still is if they they remove him under the Twenty Fifth Amendment. No, we don't look want to remove him. We look do not want to remove him. No, but he fails. We <laughs> no, fail no, as, a, as a country. <laughs> no, we love him then. We love hey, him. Absolutely. We That's love right. him. Keep Joe <laughs> in. Keep Joe in. But, but it, it's, it's scary. I mean, like you said before, we have to win. I mean, winning in 2022 isn't an option. We need to win. If we don't if win we in don't 2022, win, we're, in we're, we're, in, we're in deep trouble. We really are. Yep. Everybody's in yep. deep trouble. How do these state legislative races look, John? The state legislative race. I mean, when when you look at, I mean, if if you're referring to the well, across, like here in New York. Well, go ahead. Tell me about New York and then elsewhere, please. Well, you, when you looked at New York, the way the Democrats dealt with redistricting, where they went all out for big gerrymander, they they were they know they're in trouble. 
But even then, I've got a candidate in uh, New York for Anthony D'Esposito in the open seat that uh, Congresswoman Rice is stepping down from the Republicans ahead. And there we won in the assembly, the special assembly race. The Nassau County Republicans won two to one. They made national news in a Democratic district. We're winning Democratic districts. The head of the, the Democratic campaign committee is going to uh, Sean Patrick Maloney is going to be in a close race with an assemblyman, uh, Colin Schmidt even though they redrew lines that they think are good for him. So uh, the Democrats went all out to screw the Republicans. Yeah, they're, they're in court tomorrow, again before the appellate division on, on tomorrow's the 20th. Yeah. Now, John McLaughlin, have you heard anything about Andrew Cuomo running at his, as an independent and where he would stand in the race against Hochul? I would be the last one they would tell, but... <laughs> no, but you have a lot of friends also on the other side of the aisle, so I said maybe he might know something. You'll know, you know, he'd have to get petitions signed, tens of thousands of petitions. So if he does do that, you'll sooner or later you'll hear about it, that somebody's carrying petitions for him someplace. Um, you the session know, clearly, started already, hasn't it? For the, uh... I think it might have been today, yeah. could have been yesterday, but yeah. but it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where um, it's not going to be a secret if he does do it. And he spent millions of dollars of ads recently. You know, talking about his record as governor. Um, and that Daily is, News you know, article, I, too. And he's come out yeah. against uh, cashless bail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I hope he would run because then it would be interesting to watch him and debate him debate Governor Hochul as to who was really responsible during COVID uh, with the nursing home scandals and the other things. We might finally hear the truth. But the corruption in New York is uh, the, the Democrats, you know, not, not present company, you know, excuse from this. Because <laughs> Thank you, you, you were Thank honest, you, John. common sense Th- people. Thank you, but, John. But, but there's a, the corruption in New York State is unbelievable when you think about it. You had a lieutenant governor who was arrested who's still on the ballot. Lee Zeldin has a lieutenant governor who's – he picked somebody who's, you know, all her life enforced the law with Allison Esposito, and the Democrats have a lieutenant governor who broke the law. So it's it's Well, and it's an insult-proven unbelievable. Uh, right, right. Uh, uh, that's true. But uh, but in the meantime, he's still on the ballot so the voters can vote. And in the, and you've got questions about, you know, the ethics of the, uh, you know, the Buffalo Bills should get a stadium. Great. But, you know, the, the might benefit the governor's uh, husband somehow with Delaware North. And you're looking at the, you know, people are tired of the corruption in New York. And that's the real challenge. If Andrew Cuomo to run again, uh, Kathy Hochul's trying to run away from it. Um, well, I hope he does run because then he'll kick. Hochul and a Republican will win, maybe like Zelton. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where you know we'll see. But the the debate and the election is good. And if he does run, um, you know he if he runs, he's you know Andrew Cuomo. I don't know him personally, but I've I've watched him. And if he runs, he's going to run to win. So uh, that'll be a tough race. It'll be a challenge. And uh, I think I'm working for the best candidate with Lee Zeldin. And uh, you know, we will uh, we will see. We'll welcome any challenge. But you know, when you consider where we were during COVID, and they were saying he was doing a great job, and then a year later they force him out. I mean, it's just uh, anything can happen. And we've got over 200 days between now and the election where the Republicans have a chance to really make a difference. And as Craig said. We don't have a choice. We have to win this year. I mean, we have to turn New York State around because, uh, you know, those of us that are here, I mean, the cost of living is so high. Uh, crime is out of control. People are Every, everything's out of uh, everything's out of whack. And it's just 
Uh, Lee Zeldin, thank you for uh, well, Lee Zeldin. Well, he works for Lee Zeldin, so you were right. Lee Zeldin's yeah. poster. John, John McLaughlin, thank, uh, <laughs> thank you for everything, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up well, with you again real soon. He was just talking about Lee Zeldin. So. We're going to come yeah. back with a Dr. Mark Siegel. We're going to talk more about COVID, the mask mandate, and also that Alzheimer's drug. We'll be right back.